0: Hello and welcome to episode 16 of season 2 of The Manic Podcast. I am your host, Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, it's Tobias. Hello, you lovely people, you. Now, normally I put like a thing before, your name, like the ever something, but I couldn't think of one on the spot, except for the ever daring, and all I was going to link that to is you'd like to drink out of date milk, and I just feel like that's not relevant enough.
1: It's not relevant to the podcast, but we've talked about haircuts. Uh, basically, listeners, last night I I drank out of date milk, and today I haven't felt well. <laughs> I've had a bad day, That'd and uh, you know, every now and then it's only happened in season two, but but every now and then one of us has to leave the laptop while the other one says <laughs> things. That Talk might happen. Bit. You might be left with currently Liam, not future Liam, who put in quite a few yeah, poor experiences recently. But <laughs> uh, but yeah. but you might have to. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll, I'm not planning we, on going anywhere. We shall see indeed. I'm sitting on the sofa. It might just get messy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you're in lockdown, no one else would know it. If I your face, it, it's if my your face sofa. just kind of twitches a little bit and then goes straight, i am like, oh, no. I'm <laughs> tilting the camera. You're seeing it all. <laughs> oh, lovely. Uh, uh, that, you know, before, that's Manics why we're not cup. on YouTube yet. <laughs> Two Manics One Cup is horrific. Uh, I just, And I don't think it's a good enough tag either. <laughs> uh, no, you can't, you can't use that. You can't use I don't that. know. I there might be some really, it. there might be some really specific people out there <laughs> looking <laughs> for this <laughs> exact <that> scenario. <laughs> oh. So oh. films and stuff, yeah.
1: Films and stuff. <laughs> we're geeks, aren't
0: we? Well, the thing is, we're very much still in lockdown, so all the films,
1: all the films. Uh, well, actually, I, I can talk a little bit about films. Just in that, it was we knew it was coming, but a load of movies have been shifted back. Uh, they were being very optimistic with their dates in the first place. Yeah. Uh, right. So there's loads of films that have been shifted, but I'm just going to talk about basically four uh, because they're important to me. And that's what this is about me. <laughs> uh, so basically the fourth Matrix film. Yeah. Which was due to hit May next year is now going to hit April the year after in 2022. It seems odd to be talking about 22. It does, isn't it? That's still too far away. But that so that's been shifted. Uh, a film that we actually talked about recently. Uh Godzilla vs. Kong. That has been shifted. Uh that was due out this November. Uh, that has been shifted to the May 21 date that The Matrix has just been removed from. Okay. Uh and Wonder Woman has been shifted it had already been shifted to august this year but that was a little bit optimistic i feel Uh, and that has now been pushed back to october still of this year though uh but the most ambitious of them all is tenet christopher nolan's new film because that has shifted but only by two weeks so it's still intended to come out in july this year two weeks is a weird delay Yes, it is. It doesn't feel like why. I mean, I don't get that particular delay. Um, but, do, right, do you think, because obviously it's a global thing we're talking about, yeah. as is coronavirus. But, um, Tenor, do you think it will still come out in July? Or do you I think it'll be shifted again?
0: The thing is, I don't know, because without knowing the exact reasons it's been pushed back for a such a small delay as well for, of only 2 weeks. Yeah. It feels quite hopeful.
1: It does. I mean any big film wants to be seen in as many cinemas and theaters as possible. Yeah. Which does mean that they have to be open. That's uh cool. now we are talking globally. I know that there's places like Hong Kong and places which actually are running quite normally now
0: Okay uh,
1: So, and we, we do, you know, certain parts of the world are big audiences for films Yeah But, just talking about England I don't think cinemas are going to be quite ready for July, personally Could be wrong, could be wrong
0: But No, I mean, like, at this point, obviously we're in the UK And, like, I think it's, when we're recording this isn't yeah. it as of tomorrow, like some zoos are allowed to start opening up and shops are opening as well, aren't they? So we're starting to open, but no entertainment or like leisure places.
1: No. Uh I mean we work in theatre. We know yeah. that it's gonna be a while before we really get back to
0: work. I mean, even in just the, generally in leisure and and like non-essential stuff, we're gonna be we'll be the last of the last. Yes, we will. Um
1: now I know that cinemas are trying to prep. Theatres are trying to get to a point where they can socially distance in, in the theatre. but And, you
0: know, maybe that
1: will work, but I, I don't see it at the moment. And I know a lot of are having with, issues.
0: With theatres, I mean, and cinema at Mars, but the problem with the theatres and social distancing from an audience point of view is if you're going to do the thing where you have a certain amount of space between each seat, you're instantly limiting your audience capacity, which then impacts your company who's providing the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, for a smaller company like us, especially, the appeal of going to a smaller theatre already that has then been quartered. Yeah. It, it, but, it's almost no not worth it. I mean, what I will say, I think we're quite lucky being
1: a smaller company because we can perhaps slot in where bigger companies cannot afford to. Yeah. Obviously, the bigger companies, though, they really plan yeah. ahead and they have their, their schedules packed. But... I don't know. I think, I mean, 31st July. So we be looking at basically August, really, I guess. Yeah. For ten, Tenet. Um, whereas. I, I can cinema. see
0: what they've done. They've done that thing of, okay, places are starting to open up again now. Let's push it back a couple of weeks so we might actually get a cinema, a quick cinema release.
1: It could benefit. I mean, imagine if it's the only film in
0: cinemas. Yeah. Well, I mean, if cinemas <laughs> do open and people can go, that's one of the things they can see.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm a big cinema goer. Yeah, I go as often as I can, and generally on my own as well. So I, I don't. For me though, the biggest problem would be I would have to go on public transport. Yeah, and I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> I'm just that. not going. Um. So I don't know. I do think it's a bit optimistic. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting. I mean, one there has to be a film that comes out first. Oh, and yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if that's going to be it. That might not even be the first film. It's just the first film that I've noted because it's quite important on our radar sort of thing. And Christopher Nolan film is a big deal. Yeah. Um, But when it's just been pushed back within July, but then you've got Wonder Woman 1984, which has been pushed back from August to October. Why is that being pushed back? But this one isn't. Why is this one still coming out yeah. before
0: that? It, it's odd. Like you, un- you kind of understand the big pushbacks, like going from one month to like three or four months down the line. You get yes. that there's a logic in that jump, but two weeks—how much of a change is it going to be in two weeks? Which makes you think: is it a situational thing, or is it a personal thing to do with the production of it, or the final draft, something to do with the final edit? Do you know what I mean? I, with that I, that I, finite I amount of time—it's it's an odd one to push it back Maybe. by two weeks.
1: Because, obviously, Christopher Nolan is British. Yeah. Uh, and all in all, I think it's a largely British production. I mean, I can say I honestly don't really know anything about it. Uh, I've seen the trailer. It is quite a British cast. I mean, it's a, it's a Nolan film. It's got Robert Pattinson in it. Uh, yeah. Kenneth Branagh's sort of, like, the bad guy, I think. I could be wrong. I could maybe switch him with another film there. But um, I feel that maybe, as we as we find... We I mean, I particularly live at a seaside town. Yeah. And it is quite evident to me that people aren't really that bothered about social distancing. No, which is frustrating. Uh, yes. And I think maybe some cinemas are going, Well, you know what? If we open, people will come. That's the thing,
0: isn't it? It when you've got beaches that are packed and crowded, who can basically blame the little ice cream stands for going, they're there, we want to make money. Yeah. Yes, obviously there is still this this massive pandemic going on, but it's like, you not opening isn't stopping them coming. No. So mm. it's like, it's not good, but I, I get it. I yes. do get it from a business the... point of view. It's just frustrating.
1: It's whether cinemas and theatres can adhere to the, what's the, word, the, the social distancing side you know they have to have their rules in real, can they keep the people apart
0: or Surely people for, like a, for a cinema awesome? or for a cinema you'd have to have every other row active and then space the rows out and have a one way in so like you'd have your front row maybe empty uh, full then the next row would be empty, but not full. You'd have like one every like two or three seats, yeah, then skip a row so you've got space behind yeah. then do the same layout but you'd have to say. It would only really work in the cinemas where you've got access to both ends of the aisle, because you say, right, you enter this way and you go out that way. But then what if you're one of the middle ones and you need to get out? You've got to pass someone. Yeah. It's not practical. It's not, it's practical, not practical, practical that, but in, that's why they're all shut down. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. It's an odd one because, obviously, being a film lover, I've already said, I think, on the podcast, I would rather these films come out in the cinema than just come out on streaming. So, listeners, oh, Liam's back. Ah. Oh. <laughs> um So yeah, so don't know. I'm, I I want cinemas to resume. I like going to the cinema. I yeah. just think July for a Christopher Nolan film might just be too ambitious, and I wonder if that will yeah. get knocked back again.
0: Yeah, the time of it, the two weeks, just doesn't seem like a a good idea. No. Give it a, a month, a, a whole month is would be better.
1: Well, it sort of feels like now we've had basically confirmation in, in the UK. We are talking about England particularly right now. Um, schools aren't now starting again like they were meant to be. They're now being pushed back to September uh, with a lot of teachers going. We It was too soon. We, we, we weren't prepared, right. so, you know. Uh, and I do think, well, maybe September is where we need to start looking at Everything. everything coming back you know
0: at the end of the day where are we now what day are we now we are on the 13th of june as we record so realistically that's only a couple of months yeah july august i mean that yeah. is we've been in lockdown longer than it would take for us to get now to september yeah so yeah. it's not that long like no. i remember when we first went into lockdown it was like for me it was like a couple of days after we had done a couple of shows yeah. And I, it felt, oh, this is a lot going to lockdown for two weeks. And people were mentioning, oh, this could last until May, June. And I was thinking, oh, well, oh, I hope not. Well, we, uh, because obviously we do this
1: and the Manic Film Club. Yeah. I was at the calendar while we were just talking about how we were going to work it all. And it seemed quite a way counting when each episode was going to come out. Yeah. J- June. July, it seems very far well, away.
0: I suppose the best way to put it is the film, the Manic Film Club didn't exist before lockdown no. started. No, it did. we're, what, six episodes into that? And yeah. that's every other week. Yes, that's true. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's where we are with shifts. There, there are more films that have been shifted as well. Yeah. But like, I'm a big Matrix fan. We'd previously talked about Godzilla versus Kong. Um, Wonder Woman is obviously a comic book film. Antenna is a Christopher Nolan film. They're always big releases. And it is back to cause his last film was Dunkirk, wasn't it? Was that his last one, was it? Yeah. Uh, whereas this is back. There's a mystery involved. There's a bit of sci-fi by the looks of it. So, you know, it's, okay. it's more into the realm that. I mean, I don't know how to. I've seen the trailer. I wouldn't know how to describe it to you because you've not seen it. But put it this way, it's I don't think it deals with time travel as such. But when they fire a gun, they don't fire a gun. They retract the bullet from where it... Backwards, so the bullet comes back into the gun.
0: It's a weird thing. Oh. Watch the, tra- oh, the train. I'll watch train because <laughs> it, it sounds a little bit crazy. Yeah.
1: But, you know, he, this is the guy who did Inception. He does crazy. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, so that's the film things. What more on the film topics do you want to
0: talk about? Well, we can go two ways. We can go with... Um, The films we've seen lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is one film that. I mean, there's a load of films coming out. Obviously, we've just spoken about cinema releases kind of being pushed back. But obviously, things like streaming services, like Netflix, seem to be thriving from it. Because like, there are still things coming out in there. For example, I found out that on the 26th of June is a film coming out that I didn't know was happening. I feel like we should have known. Because Eurovision Song Contest, the story of the Fire Saga, comes out on the 26th of June, directly what? to Netflix. And it is Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, and it is a Eurovision Song Contest spoof following the two of them, as they are the, the 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 singing duo called Fire Saga. And it's just a spoof of Eurovision. I, I had no idea. No, neither did I. Literally, before you came online to do this, I was just flicking through the internet, seeing what, what I hadn't seen and what I'd missed. And that came up. And I was like, how did I not know they were doing a Eurovision thing?
1: Yeah. But, and that's weird. That's an American thing yeah.
0: doing a Eurovision thing. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. You said that one of his last things was Sherlock Holmes. That's true, but I, I have
1: no intention do. of watching that. Me neither, because I believe it went
0: pretty badly. Yeah. All right. I mean, I have nothing to say about it, just the fact that it's happening. And I mean, we're both big Eurovision fans. Yeah, yeah, and we were denied this year. Uh so yeah, that's weird. We were denied the proper Eurovision, and now we're getting this. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be good though. Uh, With Will Ferrell stuff, it's it can be hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's um, the only thing I've got about what's coming out. All the other stuff are just bits of Sin seen recently. they?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have my movie days. Yeah. Uh, I watched a Selection this week, which were... There was no theme. They were just films that I fancied watching.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I wrote about them in the blog that came out this last Friday. Um, just because I realised that there were quite a few themes going on in the films that I'd chosen that i put into my own place. Okay. Uh, like identity. Literally, I watched a film called Identity. <laughs> oh, good film. Yeah. Um, well, actually, this is a discussion I had about it. Not everyone I know has heard of it, and it's sort of a very underrated film. I feel. Oh, I like it. I think it's a really good film. But it's also very difficult to describe without giving away why it's called. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's it's a murder mystery. People start getting killed off. Yeah. But there is a decent twist in there. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. worth watching. Yes, good uh, cast I watched as
0: well. Quite a good cast.
1: For a big cast. Yes um in fact now there's some people that i've become more aware of i didn't know them the first time around
0: I, I didn't know Hawkes was you know would, and it's uh, like
1: oh you're you're big actors all of you the entire cast are big actors yeah um i watched now this is a film and it's an iconic film absolutely iconic i don't know if you've actually seen it or not because it's right. not one we discuss and it's one that for how iconic it is i have a tough time with it i do have a tough time with it so I gave it another go, and that's two thousand and one. a Space Odyssey.
0: It's one of those films I don't know if I've seen, and if I have, it would have been a long time ago. Well, I was. It's a Stanley
1: Kubrick film. It's. Like, it is iconic, but it feels very long, and the ending is so confusing with the Star Child and all this. And I'm like, I don't really understand it. I understand all the beginning of it. Yeah. I accept what's happening about the monolith it's there's a like there's a the monolith and that's a big deal but like the start of the film and i when i put it on i didn't remember until i put it on i is it two minutes which there's just music there's actually nothing on screen whatsoever it's just there's not even stars it's just black and music yeah and i think the first time i ever watched it on a dvd i was like is my dvd broken Where's, where's the, I can hear it, it's happening <laughs> But no, uh, all the stuff Like in, with HAL 9000 The computer And the acts of the astronauts, generally I get all that, and it's very slow film And I'm alright with slow stuff if I'm prepared for it Yeah But it is the end, it's the end when You end up with a star child And I'm like, oh, maybe I need to watch the sequels They might give something away but (laughs) i i I, I always get like will i understand it this time no no i don't okay cool uh (laughs) so there was that that was the odd one out because there's apart from the fact that i like sci-fi that that doesn't have any themes actually there's not a whole lot of dialogue to be fair it's more conceptual i think than dialogue uh what's closer which is it i i really like closer and i really like closer Despite the fact that I don't think I really like the cast. There's only, I mean, there, it's um, its a very clever film and it's one, and I do say this in the blog. I would love to write a play using the format of Closer. Yeah. Because every scene is one of the four main characters meeting each other or it's the last time they see each other. It's all the starts and ends of all the relationships. I don't think I've seen it. It's really good, but I'll tell you the cast and you'll go, I, I'm happy not to see it. All I'll right. start off with Natalie Bourne. Oh, Okay, yeah, great. Bye, <laughs> uh, uh Julia Roberts is the, the biggest name in it. Yeah. Uh, and Jude Law. All right. Okay, I like they Jude Law. Uh, I'm alright with Jude Law. I've got better with him in recent years. Um, but for that, they're not a cast of, if you asked me to put Two men and two women in a film None of those are the four names i choose No, no definitely um, And it is good But it comes across as a play it, Even though it's a film And that's why I'd kind of like to use the format In a play oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've thought about it but I also pride myself on being original So I don't know yeah. if I'd allow myself yeah. To use that format uh, But I, I've always liked it So that was, that was good seeing that And I actually noticed new things about it this time Um a oh hang on, I've forgotten one because I was going to jump to one which is a bit one oh no I'll just talk about it. Um, American Beauty. Oh yeah, I absolutely love American Beauty, but it's that film where you, it's kind of awkward to like it now because it's all about Kevin Spacey and you're not. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with how his career's gone, it's yeah. sort of like oh, am I allowed to just kind of go? I really like this film. Are people kind of going to have a yeah. go at me because like oh, you're not allowed to like that now because it stars him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but Kevin Spacey was good. You know, that's just it. I mean, his career's over now. Yeah, he yeah. won't be making any new films. No, but that doesn't change the fact that I really liked the films that he's in already. It, it
0: kind of leads back to the old, the age-old question of: um, Does a person's body of work, or should a person's body of worked work, be affected by them personally? Yeah. So yeah. do you know what I mean? You've had it. You had it with. With um the, the Lost Prophets People don't I like Should I like their music Because of the lead singer Um, yes. you know Kevin Spacey I, I completely get it. And it's a hard one Because at the end of the day Before that I would have rated Kevin Spacey As one of the top actors He he, he was
1: One of my favourites
0: And I actually mean, I, he's, I mean, he's, he's in, in a skill lot of films I suppose he still is One of the best Even though he's not Making any more
1: <laughs> No you still count if you still count Marlon Brando because he's yeah. not alive. Doesn't mean you suddenly go, well, exactly. his didn't exist. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I fully, fully agree. I mean, I can't think of a Kevin Spacey film I've seen that wasn't good. Um, I saw one which was he did, which was he believed he was a space alien.
1: Okay, I've not seen it. It's called Capeback. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's good. I think it might be on Netflix. It's so good.
0: I'm, it's yeah. weird, but it I'm is sure good. It is,
1: yes. But the thing is, I mean, he's. He's in uh, Seven. Yeah. He's in The Usual Suspects. I've just listed uh, American. He he turns up in so many things. He's in some big films. I mean, admittedly, and I think it was a bit of a shame because he's in he's he's in Superman Returns as Lex Luthor.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd rather it's not the film necessarily, but I'd rather have Kevin Spacey as my Lex Luthor than Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah. So I don't You know, it's it's a difficult one. Uh, But he's not the only person in that cast You see, where's Bentley's in it Uh, Thor Butch, who we've just been recently Watching as uh, Gamma in The Walking Dead, she's in it And actually, that's something to I'll just note for listeners Who know the film but may not know this fact Right, there's a particular Famous scene Where, because it's Her and her boyfriend, she goes to the Window and he's filming And she he she's just had an argument with her parents and at the window whilst he's filming opposite in the house opposite uh she takes off her clothes so she's completely naked at the window uh it's interesting because sometimes I don't know if it, I think it might be on Netflix but I don't know if that scene will be in it because she was only 15 when she filmed that. Oh, I do know about this. Yeah, I think we've yeah. discussed this before. So her parents had to give specific
0: permission for it, yeah.
1: Because she was a minor
0: during. Strange. It. And the thing is, it's weird, because actually you think in this current day and age with and the climate the way it is, you think it would just not, not be there anymore. The whole thing yeah. would just be pulled. Yes. You know, it's absolutely crazy. But, but, but um, I enjoyed I, watching I, the film. I knew she was a bit of actress. The name never actually logged with me, but now it makes sense who she is. Yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, okay. And I watched one other film And can I For the life of me Remember what
0: it was Hang on You know what I've got a similar I problem know. I, I know what it is Because I, I, I watch a load of films And I can actually remember two of them
1: I remember what the other one was Just what because was it? it's actually By the sofa As I speak <laughs> uh, Cloud Atlas Oh yes I haven't done it It's by the Wachowskis It's the concept is good If it's a little bit confusing As it goes along I think yeah. it's one of those Where you might actually not get it As it's going along But you can still enjoy it Because of the amount of cast in it And you understand what's happening okay. In that It's got a load of cast And it kind of deals with hmm, Shall I say bloodlines? I'm not sure if that's actually correct But it, it takes place over different time eras Yeah But whereas like uh, James Darcy can be in the the nineteen forties as Sixsmith. He will then play his descendant in a future time. Is Hugh Grant in this as a villain at some point? He is like basically a cannibal. Yeah, you know, I thought face. it was. Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks is in it. Yeah. they're not all of their bloodlines. Sometimes they are just different characters. Yeah, uh, Hugo Weaving, who's obviously most famous for Agent Smith. Yeah, he's a woman at one point. In fact, they all do. Actually, this is. Because this is the last film that I watched that I'm going to be talking about, really. Um, there are points in it where they play opposite genders and opposite races. Really? Yes. Uh, Halle Berry is a white woman at one point. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of them, because there's a whole part of it which takes place in Japan. And quite a few of them have makeup on to look Asian. OK. Yeah. Uh. And actually, what's good is at the end of the film, uh, you've got as the the names of the actors come up, it shows you all the different characters that they played throughout the film. And sometimes you don't even realise because sometimes they're even a side character with no lines. They're just in the scene. OK. Yeah. And it's quite. Uh, yeah. It's, it, I really like it. I like the Wachowski stuff. Um, yeah. And it's got such a good cast and it's a different way of looking at Hugh Grant and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just, it's a, it's a big old, big old cast.
0: And there's some, good messages in there, but I won't get into it. i just recommend I it. Give it I'll, I'll give it a watch, actually, because it's one that I keep meaning a watch. But it's yes. interesting you mentioned the races because it was something we yes. were going to mention, wasn't it? I because know,
1: and when I the, started yeah. talking about the films, I didn't realise it was going to segue quite as neatly. Perfectly,
0: <laughs> considering that we haven't mentioned that at all. I know. <laughs> because, obviously, as we're recording this, we, we're not only are we in lockdown, but we are also, the world is also in the midst of a, a massive Black Lives Matters, um, what's the phrase, movement? um which we're not going to get into that as it's, as itself or the actual it's not, it's not of it quite about our that. agenda really that's no not
1: what we talk but about.
0: but what we are going to mention is is um as a knock-on effect from that several tv shows series and some movies have are being pulled from streaming services and just being made unaccessible mm-hmm. um and i it, Kind of, I suppose it relates a little bit to what we said earlier about the Kevin Space thing of the body of work and all that. Yes. Um, and I mean, a couple of examples are Gone with the Wind, a film which a lot of people consider one of the greatest films ever made. Yes. Has been pulled from HBO Max as well as a couple of other places because it does have a lot of um, slavery in it. Yes. I personally have never seen Gone with the Wind.
1: I have. So I can't, can't say remember
0: I, it. I can't say that I can actually t- say anything about the film in itself. I mean, what I can give input on is some of the other things that've been pulled, and I'll just I'll just list a couple of them. Okay. So we've got Little Britain and Come Fly with Me. Obviously, both by the same people, have been both been pulled from Netflix and the BBC. League of Gentlemen. So uh, Steve Pemberton, Reece Shearsmith, uh-huh. Smith has been pulled from Sky and Netflix, but is still being shown on BBC. All right. Um, we've also got. Um, the Mighty Boosh, Bo Selector, have been pulled from various places as well, just because there's a, there's a lot of blackface in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got a couple more surprising ones. You've got Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway. Has not been pulled. Ant and Deck Saturday Night Takeaway. Has, several episodes have been removed from ITV Hub because they have a section in it. Do you ever watch it? I've caught it. I don't watch there's it. There's a but... section where they go undercover to surprise other celebrities. Right. Like prank cover celebrities. And the, right. in the past, they had there has been... I wouldn't personally say it's to the level of Blackface, but there has been a race swapping to a point. For right. Um, so they've had a couple of episodes pulled, and Anne and Deck have said, look, we're really sorry it wasn't ever intended mm. badly, but we understand how it can be, so they've moved them. Um, yeah. But current, as of today, I think yesterday, the one that's kind of causing a big stir at the moment is an episode of Faulty Towers. Which is been, interesting. Yeah. Has it been taken down?
1: Because I well, honestly, last night, started yeah. to watch 40 Towers because it's on my list. Right. And I, well, I thought I might get through so it.
0: it obviously, was... <laughs> 40 Towers, uh, John Cleese. Yeah. Um, it, it was the episode, uh, The Germans, which is the classic, don't mention the war. The famous one. The famous yeah. one was removed from the UK TV, the channel, which right. is which is owned by BBC. Okay. Um. Now, it's been removed for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the base idea of it is the whole, the whole Germans thing, and that's quite in your face. But the main issue they've got with it is that the um, character, is it the general? Yeah. Um, He he uses racial slurs to describe some characters in it. Right. And um, John Cleese has spoken out and said, we have released several versions of it that that's edited out of. Because right. we understand that. Um, But now it's actually been, UK TV have re-uploaded it, and they've just added a disclaimer to the front of it. Okay. And the thing I was going to mention is um, obviously Little Britain and all that, as that's one of those personal opinion ones of how offensive you personally find it because there are some ups and downs in it. Come fly with me, it's more in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but Disney, Disney Plus have started streaming a lot of their old films, very right. old films. Yeah. They have not changed. They have not adjusted. They are simply putting at the beginning of the film a disclaimer which reads, this film is being shown in its initial format and yes. will may include like this, this, or this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it kind of puts the argument out of, should these shows all be full-on removed, or should they have disclaimers and warnings? Um, and it's a hard comment. It's not something we're going to be able to actually full-on answer. It's a very much an opinion thing here. Well, this is something. I nearly wrote
1: a Facebook post about it, but I didn't. Yeah.
0: And I was still talking about it. But but I, mean, I, about I it here. I did tweet about this earlier Sorry. a few days ago. Not, I know, I saw, I said, Literally, yeah. it was just because at that point it was when Little Britain had been pulled, and yes. I was, i mean, I like Little Britain. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I can—I do enjoy some of it, and I—I yeah. I also like The League of Gentlemen. But my argument was why? Why hasn't League of Gentlemen been pulled? Because there is an outright minstrel in it. Hmm. Um, but it has now been pulled. Um. Well, not I. BCI player itself.
1: For me personally, yeah, I would argue that these things shouldn't be pulled. They, the warning's fine. The warning actually makes a lot of sense, especially in the current climate.
0: Yeah,
1: because uh, everything is very sensitive. But with things being pulled, I think it's very difficult. I mean, I will talk about Forty Towers because I knew about it, and as I said, I just started watching it. Because yeah. if this, I want to watch it before it gets pulled. Because I've not watched it <laughs> from start to finish as a series. No and i thought right it was only a few probably months ago now but i'll say weeks that i was watching a countdown of how it was the best british comedy that had ever been made and i was like how can you go from that and then a few weeks later having stuff pulled from it because it's now insensitive yeah and i would say you have to with anything remember did it offend at the time yeah you have to be sensitive that yes things have changed and opinions have changed and how we view the world has changed but a lot of these things were classics at the time and you just have to understand that at that time these were the views that thing was just accepted and it doesn't mean that keeping it up now Means it's accepted now.
0: No, I think that at what Disney have done by putting disclaimers at the beginning, of saying that it's being shown in its original context and format, is uh, th- the right thing to do. Because that way, you're, you're you're saying to people, this film does and might include some of this stuff, yeah. but it's part of the initial film, and we don't feel it it should be removed. Yeah, it's not censoring people. No, and that because that I thing, know, it's... especially with Little Britain. There was an. There's been a huge outcry that has been pulled. Yeah, huge outcry. So and we've come fly with me. I mean, since uh, Matt Lucas and Dave Williams kind of rekindled their friendship again after they fell out, they had both said because people said the moment they started talking and everyone's like, "When are you do more," and they'd they'd outright said we might one day do some more little Britain, but we will never do more. Come fly with me. And they said back then, this was was like five or six months ago. They'd never do more come and fly with me because they outright play black characters. Like Matt Lucas plays precious, which is like the coffee sand lady. And that is, it's it's out. She's a outright black woman. And he said, the problem is we understand now that that stuff is insensitive. We can't do that. He said, but also those characters are our characters now. So we wouldn't want to bring in someone else to play those characters.
1: No, that's not and, the and that is of one
0: it, of the arguments that I, I read for an article before I came on here, saying that um, we can still make um, controversial content, but why don't we employ the people who the content is about to joke about themselves? Yeah, yeah. Which I understand. I agree to with to a point, generally, because I think I understand some of the humour behind some of Little Britain and some of, well generally, actually all of the shows on this list having seen except for Gone with the Wind, I've seen Little Britain, I've seen Come Fly with Me, I've seen League of Gentlemen, Folk Towers, Summer Mighty Boosh, enough of Bo Selector. Um I understand where a lot of the humour was coming from and I do think the disclaimer would just be a safe way than pulling it completely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean I I don't think you've watched particularly any of the original Star Trek.
0: No.
1: No. Not well I wouldn't say Star Trek is racist at all. Uh, In fact, it did a whole lot for actually quality because it had Ahura on the bridge and it had Zulu on the bridge. And, you know, these were important, iconic characters um, to the point of when Nichelle Nichols, what she thought about leaving Star Trek. Yeah. And then Martin Luther King went to her and said, no, don't leave. This is important. Yes. You you know, a future generation are looking up to you. but what it does do then is it's very sexist, incredibly yeah. sexist. One, one of the f- right, in the pilot, which admittedly, I think the pilot didn't get made initially, but then it got incorporated. Yeah. The the captain, the captain comes on the bridge and is handed a report by uh, a woman. And he goes and he's, he's taken back going, I just can't get used to a woman on the bridge. And, oh, really? uh, you know, and it's
0: oh, yeah. And this is the future <laughs> that's you the know? problem is it was recorded in a time
1: yeah i mean it was early 60s you yeah know? and that's the thing though you if you watch it it's on it's on um netflix now if you watch it you you watch it with today's eye and sensitivity yeah. I've and done you that laugh so at it you know and but the thing is you don't go this is outrageous this should be pulled you
0: just kind of laugh it off go well that was then things have moved on also the thing is the question that in the whole question of should you pull something because it has something in it that is offensive to someone, and yeah. I'm saying someone because I don't always just been blacking up. No. I, I mean, generally anything. For example, on the of Forty Towers, they didn't consider pulling it when it was just Manuel. Manuel's not played by that race.
1: No, and actually, having just watched the first episode uh, again, it is. I mean, it's not a flattering impression. It, it's not, but it is. It's funny. That's the problem. That's, yeah. It is funny, though. Yeah. This is, and it's like, it was funny a few weeks ago.
0: It doesn't just stop being funny now. No. And I mean, it, it makes you think, how many other programs are going to now be pulled? Because surely there has to come a point where you think, wow, we're pulling so many things now.
1: Well, did you see? And I think that it was something that I don't know. what. Well, I didn't go into the article just because I believe it was The Sun. Uh, you maybe need to edit that out. I don't know. Uh, it, it was
0: a newspaper. <laughs> I'll have to British, fact check. A British, maybe future a British, Liam will come in and correct you. Yes. Uh,
1: but basically, someone has suggested that uh, Gavin and Stacey needs to be pulled. Because none of them are Welsh? I, I, well, no. <laughs> that's just it. Ruth Jones is. So it doesn't really <laughs> matter, does it? And Rob Brydon is. Actually, the Welsh well, characters well, are Welsh. But... Actually, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. one
0: of the arguments is um, I've heard them saying that the in betweeners should be pulled. I haven't. I mean I've seen in between us. I don't understand why they're saying in between should be pulled.
1: It is. I think okay, uh, you know what? I'm going to use this ironically. Okay. But it is PC gone mad. Political it has gone bad. It's like yeah. you know, it's that because there is a thing of oh, this is being taken, this is being taken, people announced offering. Well, I don't agree with this. And it's just like, I suppose
0: the argument is, if you're going to pull one thing for being offensive to a certain group of people, you should pull anything that could be offensive to a group of people. But then you risk pulling everything.
1: Yes, because people are so easily offended, and I'm not yeah. saying now I'm not saying that. Uh, what's the word? Flippantly, because I am not trying to degrade what is going on. Right no, now. no, no. And no. it's very important. It's cool. But I'm sure. there is a freedom of speech.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, and also oh, it's the probably, context
0: of when it was made. What was it? I can't remember who said it, but it was about one of the older programs that's being pulled. And it the words they kept using was, it's satire. Yes. And that they, they have to kind of figure out the line between standard comedy, satire comedy, and outright offense. Yes, there is a big difference. Though. I understand that there will probably be some programs out there which it is better to just say, you know what, let's just pull this because it is outright offensive. But I think nobody should sit down and watch an episode of Little Britain or Come Fly with Me and go. They wrote this to upset someone. Yeah. And there are there are I think anyone can agree there are programs out there that are written to cause controversy. Yeah. But these weren't these weren't them. No. No. Like, uh, like because God they were God too the bigger hits. They God were too the bigger hits. Is, yeah. Gone with the Wind was definitely not written just to make people go. Oh, this is offensive. Yes. It's a film of its time. It's a product of its time. That's the thing, right?
1: I recently, kind of, to be honest, because of the Black Lives movement uh, at the moment. Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. I recently just watched 12 Years a Slave. I haven't seen it for a while, but I've got a little DVD I have seen it. But the thing is, right, that was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah. Uh, and I was, and it's a true story. And the fact is that the guy was just living a free life, got drunk,
0: and then got grabbed
1: yeah for 12 years (laughs) uh but the thing is does that become offensive because it shows slavery do you know what i mean it's like
0: that's the (laughs) problem it's like is gone with the wind being seen as offensive because it is a predominantly uh white film that shows slavery yes and in opposed to a film like um 12 years slave where it is about slavery yeah. But it's more of a it's not a biopic, but it's more of a biopic because it's a true story, so it's showing you the facts. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? Um the witch series coven of American horror story
1: yeah.
0: is massively about slavery. Mm. Um literally, um Kathy Burke is it Kathy Burke? That's wrong, isn't it? Uh, uh it is wrong. Kathy Bates. Kathy I knew, Kathy, I knew it was wrong. Kathy Burke Kathy Bates, is Bates a yeah. place a, a real ca- real person. A real person who owns slaves and and she ends up just being the head, doesn't she? Um, But it's like, should that be pulled? Because that's that's not an accurate depiction of what happened. No,
1: we see. No, I do think obviously there are certain things that have come out and you can normally tell if it comes out and on its release, people go, oh, no, you shouldn't have done that. Then you've made a You've made a mistake. Yeah. You know, and you've immediately gone and go. Oh, I've done this wrong.
0: But even that in itself has to be weighed because, obviously, for example, I'm going to go back to it again. Of come fly with me. When it mm-hmm. came out, there were people who went, "This might be a bit much," but then there was also a lot of people, including some of the people the jokes were about, who went, "No, this is fine," because yeah. it's satire. And again, that's the problem with offence. And I've quoted it to you before. Ricky Gervais says it himself that offence is something that people take and they choose what to be offended to yes. themselves because everyone has their own. Personal yeah. line, of what they like, what offends you might not offend me or someone else. It's such a, it's such a, as a, you'll know as a writer, it's yeah. so difficult to know what will upset someone.
1: Yes.
0: Like, generally, yeah. like your plays, no, there's nothing of any race, race issue at all in any your plays. But, like, no. you don't, you don't tend to swear in your plays. No, not really. But you, you do have quite, um, um, sexual, um, yes. Not, yeah. not like outright sex stuff, but, you know, well, actually, I say that there are some stuff, but, yeah, it, yeah, no. but, So like that is, I wouldn't ever consider that as an issue, but there would be people out there who would say, no, that's offensive. That's too much.
1: No, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, this is all quite heavy stuff for our podcast.
0: But to be fair, it's affecting our industry. That's the thing. I mean,
1: my plays, I had to assess from when we were going through the Me Too. Yeah. Stuff. Well, exactly. uh, Because I am a male writer and I'm writing male and female characters. Yeah. And o- often, a lot of the time, I'm, I'm writing about relationships. Yeah. Um. And you, I kind of did have to look over, going, was that sexist because I made that girl do that thing?
0: Yeah. You know. I but you have the the you have the argument in your head of, am I writing this because the sh- the show needs it, the yeah. script needs it, or am I writing it because that's what I want to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's a different lot of time for
1: me. I mean, you know, some of my writing process. Yeah. When I get in and I'm inspired to write, I kind of trailer it. And as I'm writing the characters, I actually don't write anything for any character that I wouldn't be prepared to do myself. Yeah. That's how I that's how I work it. In theory. No, I'm not going to cast myself as
0: a an 18 year old girl because I'm not. But, but you you get the mentality with the role. and You wouldn't yes. write something horrific in there that you wouldn't, if it was reversed, do yourself. Yeah, exactly.
1: Coming back to yeah. the
0: racist situation, which is what we've got now, my personal view
1: is, right, we know from what's going on what's acceptable. Yeah. Just don't make that stuff going forward. Yeah.
0: You know, don't black up yeah. now because it's not... We know yeah. it's not And that's the thing is, a lot of these creators... Have all said we wouldn't be able to make this now because it's not okay.
1: No. But it was then. People accepted it. It was
0: more acceptable than it is definitely is now. And it didn't just stop existing. No. And
1: I yeah. So, you know, it's that case of just I think the warning is the best way to go. And you know, at the end of the day, it's then up to people if they want to watch it or not. Yeah. If they're offended by it, don't watch it. I agree, I
0: agree.
1: Yeah. Uh, but agree. have a say, if people are going to make it going forward, then they can go, hang on, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. That's my view. No, I think, I think it's fair. As I said, I think the, for me, the best angle for this is, I think Disney's approach of putting a disclaimer at the beginning of it is the right way. I don't think you should just pull everything. I do believe there'll be the odd thing out there that might just outright be too much. So it might, there will be the odd exception where maybe pulling is the right case. But I think for the majority of things, a disclaimer would be enough to prevent too much issue.
1: I actually got a question. You might know better than I do, because I think you're a bigger Simpsons fan than I am. Yes. Apu. There was a big issue recently, before this kicked off, really, about the fact that Hank Azaria had now stopped being Apu.
0: Well, I know he said he won't play the character again.
1: Yes, but have they axed the character, or have they a new voice actor, appropriately? I don't know, because
0: I know that when it happened, there was discussions about if they were going to re-voice or kill off like simpsons does or just not touch again as far as like that character goes i think they'd have to either kill off or recast because simpsons is the kind of program i just don't think you can just leave to exist i don't know i don't i, I, d- 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 I don't know it. uh you'd... but that's that's another argument because it, it's just that's someone voicing a character who is literally paid to do voices yes and he he
1: does so many voices not just yeah. that
0: one loads of them yeah
1: but yeah. that's become it? i mean did I don't know who it is, but someone actually made Was it a documentary called The the Trouble with a Pooh or The Problem yeah. with a Pooh. And that's what's basically brought it about. So Hank Kazar has gone, No, I won't voice it anymore. But that he, doesn't.
0: He's, he's yeah. taken an approach and gone, You know what? If, if this is causing people this much issue, it's yeah. safe of me to step back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I get. Now, Tobias, yes. shall we go from this heavy, heavy subject onto our. Heavy, segment? heavy,
1: heavy subject, yeah.
0: Onto a segment. And by right. a, a segment, I mean the, the only one we're going to do this week.
1: We have only one today. Yes. Yep.
0: Casting
1: cast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, each episode, we cast one of the X-Men for when they come into the MCU. Wish we were real casting directors. Actually, I'm glad we aren't because we've not always made good choices. But <laughs> uh, Right, so this is the 16th episode. So we've already cast 15. With the help of you guys. Because we come up with four suggestions ourselves, and then a poll gets put on Twitter,
0: and you guys choose which one you want cast in that role. If you do want to go back and look through the whole list of them, you can go onto our Tumblr, The Manic Podcast, to see. Then there's a couple of posts up there breaking down previous choices.
1: Yes, there is. Um, Right, now this one, this one's interesting, because again, we haven't really discussed it. Uh, okay, so this week we are casting Kitty Pride, a.k.a. Shadowcat. Yeah. Now, I'm going to bring in uh, another character at the moment, just to talk about before we get into the casting. Because in the comics, Shadowcat has a love interest with Colossus. And Colossus would be a character that I would like to do a casting on. But we are only casting characters who are going to be new to the MCU, who are going to be recast from when they were in the 20th Century Fox films. But Colossus has given us a bit of an issue because Colossus is part of the Deadpool films. And we know that at least Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is continuing in that role. And we have to assume that the supporting
0: cast are also going to continue yeah because we don't we've had no, we have no confirmation about in what element he's coming in so we don't know if it's just him so whereas
1: i believe that marvel tend to be uh, the most comic accurate though yeah. i don't know if we're going to get a shadow cat and colossus relationship because of the version of colossus that is in the deadpool films he doesn't he doesn't seem mainstream He's, he's massive. I mean, massive. Uh, and I, I don't know if they will go that way. I think they'll possibly, because he's in the Deadpool films, keep him separate. I don't think Colossus will rejoin the X-Men.
0: No, he'll re-join be a separate entity, maybe. If he's going to be in it, I imagine he'll be separate, a separate entity. Yeah. So so we have uh, to assume he's going to be the age he currently is, which is what? 30s, 40s, I'd say. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, but Shadowcat is typically... The young one, or one of the young ones She uh, appeared in Four of the 20th Century Fox films, generally Played by extra supporting Cast members uh, But then eventually became Ellen Page Ellen Page played her in two films uh, As one of the young ones As one of the young characters Um, So right, I I do have three options Okay, cool But I'm not really happy with one And I've gone one young one properly young and one way too old for the character but i don't know
0: okay cool Um, i've got definite two right two i've got one who is younger much younger and then i've got one closer to our standard colossus age yes but i mean my primary choice is the younger one that's what i've gone for i wonder
1: and this is actually i wasn't going to put three in because i was actually struggling at one point i believe that the reason why the reason why i made sure that i had a third choice Yep. is I reckon we'll have chosen the same actor. I know, really. Maybe,
0: possibly. Okay, cool. I mean, before we announce anything, I will say my my initial choice, my primary choice, my slightly younger one. Yes. When you first told me you wanted to do Shadow Cat, whenever that was a week or so back, yeah, I instantly on the spot went, "This is my first choice." There was no, I mean, there was literally no thought. I went, "This is who I want for it," and then I went, "I'm gonna have to do a little bit of thought and research into a secondary one."
1: I. Well, the one who's become my first choice, who's younger, uh, wasn't my first choice because actually my first choice got scuppered by me oh, because right. uh, I put forward Catherine Langford for oh, Rogue yeah. and she's been chosen by the public as our Rogue.
0: Yeah, and uh, she did also jump into my mind as well.
1: I was like, oh, no, she would be good for Shadow Cat, but I put her up for that and then she's been picked. So actually, when it was in the poll, I was going no, Anna de Armas. Anna Damas. Ah, uh, you've gone with the, uh, my actual top choice at the time. but <laughs> not my top choice. So she would have been my top choice because okay. I think she's that kind of she's that age where she'd fit in with like the Taron Edgerton and the Sasha Ronan and all the cast that we've we've kind of built up together. Uh, but okay,
0: uh, we'll start with you if you've got the two and I've got okay. three. Yep, I mean. Uh, my my primary choice is I've, i the younger actress generally because yes. I've gone for the more. It means they they do not have to ignore the Colossus storyline, obviously, mm-hmm. um, unless they go a really weird route. <laughs> but um, I've gone for Tegan Croft. Oh, okay, Rachel from, slash uh, Titan. Raven from Titans.
1: Okay, basically, Chad- as
0: soon as you mentioned Shadow Cat and I pictured the look of the character and the kind of age, I instantly went. That, that's who I can see Okay Helps that she's already in a, Like a superhero thing anyway I think it might be what it is But then my mind went Oh no Oh it's fine It's DC <laughs> Yeah Oh yeah
1: No she, yeah, she But no she's... she was
0: literally When you mentioned I instantly went Okay this is the person I want I'm just actually Having a quick Google Because I can't remember her face <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough I mean she's currently 16 Yes So yeah. age wise Obviously she could She could play up a little bit Because she, she, she's got this face She's clearly Young but I think she could play slightly older if she needed to. Fair play. Fair play. So yeah, Tegan Croft is my first main choice.
1: Okay, so you didn't go with who I thought you were going to. Okay. But that's okay, because that means that my top choice is still my top choice now. Okay, cool. uh, but it makes sense that you didn't, because I don't think you like the actress, who I put for who I'm putting okay. forward now. Also 16, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, because I do actually think she's she's good. She's from uh, Stranger Things. She's also in uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, and though it came to nothing, she was seen on the set of Infinity War. Do
0: you know what though? It makes sense. I can see it. Yeah, and I will say it's not that I don't like her because I would say actually I'm more. It's it's a word and it's a phrase. It's the it's meh meh. I don't really. Right. I don't. It's not that I don't like her. It's not that. I don't rate her that much, generally. I have no rating on her. Like, in... The, th- the problem with Eleven, which is obviously the character she plays in Stranger Things, is there's actually not much to Eleven. There's not really any emotion. No. It's quite... Not. I mean... How you say that? I think she does teary eye quite well. True, true. And I don't feel like she brought much to Godzilla. Okay. But
1: she's a popular actress.
0: Yeah, she is popular. She's got a big following. And yeah. she, I mean, she isn't a bad actress. That is the key element there. She isn't um, bad. And if she got the role, I'd go, oh, okay, yeah. Might I think it. she works.
1: Looking at the cast we've got as the younger one.
0: And Shadowcat does stereotypically, or traditionally, I suppose, better phrase, she does have the long brown hair. And actually, Millie Brown does have natural long brown hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're not sure who Shadowcat is, her superpower is she... Becomes intangible. She can walk through walls. She can go through floors. You know, which uh, is
0: in itself a questionable power. Of why don't you just fall when you oh, use yeah. your power? She why can don't use you use it? She pop? can choose it. Though. But I've yeah. seen her come up through the ground in stuff, and I'm like, you should. Ah. If you're using that power, you should just drop. In all fairness, uh, do you mean co-
1: uh, the the films? I can't. Because <laughs> co- oh, she, she she does it in the, the, one of the worst films they made. So oh, I'm I'm oh, putting no, it to that.
0: She does it in the cartoon series, which is obviously really? a cartoon.
1: But she can control it. Yeah, she yeah. can control it. So, therefore, it is, is a cool power. Right. But, and so, Minnie Bobby Brown is my top choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, who is your. Right. Second For movie. my second one, I've I've literally taken the idea from a film I watched in the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because the character, when they first introduce the character from this one, I won't say who it is until I actually announce it, it, kind of comes in and you don't know the character's age um but i've gone for rosa salazar okay who is elita from Alita battle angel
1: i have not seen Alita battle angel but i know who she is She is in something that i've watched
0: i think uh, she's, uh, in the, she's, I in, she's, she's in the, ma- the, major the major yes. she's in the maze the maze runners she's in the maze i don't know if she's in all of them but she's definitely in a couple of them
1: she's also not that i've seen it because it hasn't come to england netflix hurry up but she's in one of the the short star trek Oh, okay. She might even be. She might even be the captain.
0: Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I say I watched Alita for the first time last week, and I will say I really liked it. I did just watching it, and okay. it very much leaves it open for more films. Yeah, very much, and I hope that they do make more because I really enjoyed it. Um, but she's got that kind of face, and look, where the character of Alita is older than she's not like a, a, a teen or a kid. She is much older.
1: I've body. not seen. Obviously, I've just said I've not seen Alita but isn't she CGI? <laughs>
0: She, yeah, they, they have cj would most of her in, but the point is, it is—it does look like her. All right, just okay. they've made her eyes bigger. That's kind of the key there. Her eyes are quite right. huge Um, but no, she does look y- quite young in it, and I, I could see her if they went for like a, a midway point between them. I think she'd be alright. I mean, she's thirty-four. Okay, but I think I she's it. definitely got. She's definitely got a playing age of twenties. Mm,
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, because I was surprised when I saw, um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she's the captain of a ship in a Star Trek short. And I was like, are you, I mean, a captain? That's quite so. uh, But, you know, I've not seen enough of her, but I kind of I want to see more of her. So, yeah, sure, sure. Um, Right. So my other option is I don't actually think she's as old as yours. She's she's younger, but I think maybe she comes across as older. I don't know. Um, Now, we do know that Marvel likes sourcing from Game of Thrones. So I have just put forward, for the lols, Amelia Clark.
0: Oh, really? Not someone I'd even considered? Uh,
1: I did, just because I only had the one option. (laughs) And I was going, I need another option. Let's go for someone slightly older. And I went, well, they do like Game of Thrones. Who Natalie Dormer isn't right, but actually yeah. Amelia Clark has a yeah. I I could see her if they went older. In fact, she would perhaps work with the Colossus. Colossus,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah. And then okay. It, would, it would give Deadpool lots of fun jokes to make. Yeah, you see, it, okay. It yeah, so yeah, I've just it just to confirm your thing. Yes. Um, uh, I've already forgot the character's name. Uh, Rosa Salazar. She is Captain Lynn something in. Uh, the short tracks. Yes. We've also seen her in something. Well, I've definitely seen her in something more recently. She's in Bird Box. Oh, is she? Okay, she's one of the survivors. She kind of pitches up in the house with initially. All right, cool. So cool. Actually, she's in She's in quite a lot. Yeah. Divergent series. Oh, she's in Maze Runner and Divergent. Yeah, she's in quite a lot actually. Because I didn't really know her. Yeah. I think you
1: should be one film to put on the
0: That's the thing. It's yeah. the case. I've had it with a couple of actors on podcast lately. Of I I have seen them in loads, but once they're on my radar I suddenly go, Oh, you're everywhere.
1: Yes. I actually just had that recently with them.
0: Yeah, I actually think our four are quite a good
1: I don't think they're a bad four. I'm oh. quite happy with the four to be honest. Yeah. No. Right, so the four options for uh Kitty Pride, aka Shadow Cat are for me, Millie Bobby Brown, Amelia Clark, and from Liam We've got Tegan Croft and Rosa Salazar. Yes, we do. Actually, not a bad bunch.
0: No.
1: Uh, obviously, when this episode comes out, I will put a poll out, and uh, you guys will decide which one you want to cast as Shadowcat. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I won the last one, didn't I? You, um, yes, you did. Yes, you yes. did, because you you put Henry Cavill up as uh, Mister Sinister, and I didn't see that one coming, and he he, <laughs> trounced, he trounced it. So it was it a good up. one. It, I mean, yeah. I think
0: it was a good choice. Yes he was Yes he was This one's not as clear cut I can't see one who's who would instantly be I mean the two who might ling, like, lunge forward Would be Millie Bobby Brown Because she's got a huge following yeah. And Amelia yeah. Clark Again huge following
1: Yeah but actually Rosa, Sal- Rosa Salazar Not unknown So To be honest And I think Croft I would say up and coming
0: Because of Titans Yeah Haven't worked out how popular Titans is though So she might uh, And not... also she's part of the enemy team at the moment <laughs> Uh, Be a part of DC. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't mean anything. No, no, anything. All
1: right, but thus concludes today's
0: casting count.
1: And, yeah. uh, Liam, please, this episode, put a sound effect on my outro because you did on the last episode. Either what? of them.
0: Either was, of them. I think that was about an hour and 20 into editing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, we're just lucky if this seized live air. Yeah. <laughs> I watched literally
1: just before we started recording this podcast. Okay. Because I wanted something to talk about yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I could decide I'm looking for a, a new series to watch And uh, Still can't get myself back to Sabrina So I decided And also actually I haven't seen The last one maybe two Two of Vagrant Queen
0: Okay I mean I've I've, I've Left Emergence for a while so I've got a load To watch. I'm doing the same but I already Had started yeah. no, that, I decided I a to because I was doing that thing where I'd watch one episode And then go Oh, I won't now. So I've just left it. Well, I to decide myself. I
1: decided to watch two first episodes of things. Okay, I do that sometimes. (laughs) uh, And I'm like, oh, which one is it going to be? Well, it's a challenge, isn't it? I I know which one is going to be there was a big shift. There's a big shift in quality between the two things that I've watched.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, One, I don't know if you've already watched it. One, I know you won't have seen.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So the one that you won't have seen. And will probably be the one that I leave for a while. Okay. Pandora.
0: I've heard of Pandora, but I
1: don't yes, know. It's, it's a new series, it's all at skybox sets.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but I will say something because this has come up in our findings recently when watching things. Wow. It's made by Sci Fi. Oh, okay. And yeah, that's
0: our quality bar, isn't it, really? There
1: is a quality that I'm like, oh, there's just something that is actually very futuristic. Yeah, and there's i think it's got quite a decent selection of characters there was already a basically a sort of twist in the first episode i'm like okay you have got potential and you are only one season at the moment so i'm like now would be the time to get into it uh it's it's called pandora you don't find out why it's called pandora until the end of the first episode really uh but the opening of it is uh, a girl uh called jacks I wanna call her. Uh she's she goes for a run. She leaves her home and her parents. She goes for a run. Uh where she is, she's on another planet. There's two moons, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then suddenly she, she goes for a run and this spaceship turns up and basically blows up her parents. Oh, that's fantastic. that's the that's the opening. And then it shoots to Earth and she's basically she's joined uh, Space Academy. She's now uh that's where she is. She's at a Space Academy. And she's now living with her uncle who was related to her mum. And very quickly, it goes through a lot of characters who clearly you need to pay attention to because every scene you're in, being introduced to a new character. And it's kind yeah. of every everything's like, new character, we're going to drop you some information now. Look at this scene. We're giving backstories of a lot of characters in one go. Please pay attention. You've got an alien. Everyone's very distrusting of this alien. He's the only <laughs> alien in the Star I was going to say Star Trek. It's not Star Trek. It's got an academy. It's got a space academy, right? And basically, things happened. I'm not going to get into it. No, but it it was enough to make me go, okay. There is something to it. I am going to give this a go. But then what I did was I watched the first episode of a different series. Right. And the other series isn't a new series. I'm just really late to the game. I watched the first episode of Penny Dreadful. Oh, okay. I've only just got to it because it's something I've always wanted to watch. But I just kind of I actually didn't know anything about it. It just kind of looked like it might be my kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, And actually, I don't think I mean, I didn't realize that it was going to have Victor Frankenstein in it. Who's played by Harry Treadway, who's now a Romulan in Star Trek Picard, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't think. Billy Piper was in the first episode, which is all I've watched at the moment. But I didn't realise that, like, Mina Harker was going to be in it, Dorian Gray was going to be in it, okay. uh, Rory Kinney is in it as the creature, which, you know, and I kind of, oh, right. So actually, you've got proper mythological characters in this. Where are you watching? Is it Netflix? No, Skybox sets. Okay. Uh, it's got three seasons, which may be all there is. It may be more than that. I don't know. Are they
0: long seasons, short seasons? Do we know?
1: Uh, season one is just eight episodes. Okay, each episode's about fifty-five. Have you not seen it then? No, like, I have not no Uh, well, the cast it's got like Eva Green in it. Timothy Dalton is I didn't. He's called I think he's Malcolm Murray, who then it became tweaked. He's Mina Murray's father, wow. uh, Like Mina Murray, who becomes Mina Harker from Dracula legend, and it's all kind of like oh right. It's got Josh Harnett uh, and actually yeah, it it got it kind of caught my attention it's way there's just a higher quality than pandora to be fair uh and it hit me immediately it got my attention immediately um it's a shame i wasn't really feeling that well during it but
0: yeah <laughs> uh, it's something, i mean it, i haven't seen it but it's something that has popped up on my radar a couple of times in for an, an interest yeah so uh, it's something i will probably look at at some point because i do like that kind of stuff
1: Yes, and uh, the fact that it obviously segues, because it does have Dorian Gray, and obviously it's got vampires. I should imagine, I don't know, but there might be a werewolf coming into it. I, I could be wrong completely. Yeah. It just seems that sort of series, you know? Uh, so it's like, okay, it's more intricate than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's a bit more, I'm not going to say, it's uh, part of the makers are, it's not HBO, it's Sky Atlantic, who obviously oh, okay. make Big like, series. Uh, Game of Thrones, so you know it is kind of it's got a quality to it, and watching that immediately after Pandora, it 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 told me instantly I'm going to carry on watching Penny Dreadful. Okay, yeah, uh, but yeah, oh, but what, uh, one of the actors in it, and this is what I mean. Um, obviously we've talked about we you're new you're newer than I am. I was pretty new, but to Killing Eve. Yeah, uh, Danny Sapani uh, he's the black guy in the office. The boss.
0: Oh, he's yes. also um, in Misfits. Also, yeah, Misfits. That's yes. what I know
1: from him. Yeah. And recently, because I watched all the Star Wars films, he's one of the pilots. He's one of the rebel pilots, and and he's in Penny Dreadful as well. I'm like, you are ah. actually in loads of things, but I don't pay attention to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I know who you are now because you. I literally just watched you in Killing Eve. So yeah. yeah yeah no it's got a lot of promise i'm kind of i'm interested
0: yeah cool yeah i'll say it's something that has been on my radar before so i do want to watch it um there's something else i keep thinking hemlock drove drive is that one E, I've heard of something like drove. Is it drove? I think I don't I don't know anything said. about it but it's something that keeps coming keeps appearing. But I think it's Penny dreadful I want to watch.
1: Yeah, do you cuz you don't have access to box
0: sets, do you? No, but I do have Now TV now. Is it on there? I, I I think it is. Okay. Well, it'd it be generally good. has most of the Skyboxer stuff on it. And for anyone listening to the last episode, I did not manage to finish. Um, Westworld before it went. Ah, uh, ooh, yeah. I, I will say I don't like that because they've only just finished the third season. I don't like the fact that it was on; that they were all on there for a while, like a week, and then they just went. Considering had... that it's a, collect- a collection. Place. No, to be
1: fair, like Sky. When I got Sky, they were showing the sixth season of uh, Walking Dead, and they had all the seasons of Walking Dead, but they took them all off. Just as the
0: series ended. Yeah, so that's cheeky. Yeah, suppose they bring them on so you can binge them to watch the latest one. Yeah, it's just that's... frustrating for me because I wanted, I did want to watch it, and I didn't. But if anything, the fact that it was like, "Well, I need to watch this all in the next five days," kind of put me off.
1: So, how far, did you, so you didn't finish season two then?
0: No, I didn't get. I didn't get finished. I think I watched maybe one or two more
1: episodes. Ah, but I tell you what, the the annoying thing there is when you finally. Get it back so that you can watch it. You'll have forgotten. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you'll go like, where did I do? I have to start the season again because it's a heavy season to go. Well, again. it's fine because
0: when season four eventually comes out, it'll come back on.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's true. Whenever
0: season four is going to happen, <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to mention before we go?
1: Uh, no, no, no. Um, I actually just one thing. I rewatched an old film that I have. I will not say happy memories but it's it's a horror film that we've talked about in the past and I kind of have said to past girlfriends, oh you should totally watch this film, like if you like Nightmare on Elm Street and all that kind of stuff you should definitely watch Wishmaster well Wishma- Wishmaster is on Netflix, I rewatched it it's not good, I don't know what I
0: was thinking <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> I don't, I think I've seen the first one I think I've definitely seen the first one
1: it's It's not what I remembered So I do think maybe in my head I've got happier feelings about Wishmaster 2 Maybe I mean I've definitely seen All the Wishmasters And I think I watched them all Very close together And I think they've sort of merged In my head what was what Because there was a particular wish that I was waiting for That just didn't happen I'm like you've got to be from a sequel then Because (sighs) The thing about Wishmaster is when you make a wish, it will be the worst version of that wish you could think of.
0: Yeah. You know? Well it's uh, the you classic couch be, line of careful you what you wish have for us now.
1: So specific about what you want. Yeah. Um and it was like, yeah. So it was it was like I was waiting the whole film for it. And it was just like, well this is rubbish, this is rubbish, this is rubbish. This is, it never happened. I went, <laughs> Oh that's the problem the that apple. when you
0: rewatch films that you used to think were good. Yeah, there's always that risk that you'll come out of it and lost a film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, uh, but there, I have noticed quite a a lot of stuff have just been put on um, Netflix at the moment, which is good because we're obviously also going through Netflix
0: originals for the Manic Film Club. We are indeed, and I will say the film we mentioned earlier of. Um, Eurovision Song Contest The Story of the Fire Saga That is a Netflix original by the looks of it Is it? Yeah, it's definitely right. funded by Netflix cool. So if you want to have your say on the things we've discussed so far This episode, if you're a have your say about our conversation on Black Lives Matter and the multiple shows being pulled from multiple streaming services? Or if you think we've missed the perfect option to play Kitty Pride or Shadow Cat, you can let us know over at our Twitter at the Manic. Two ends. Very, Very important. important. And if you could hear this unedited, you would see how much of a mess this outro has already been. (laughs)
1: Oh, it was was fantastic. It was one of the bloopers, certainly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Twitter is the best way to keep in contact with us. If you want to let us know your thoughts on something that we haven't spoken about that you think we should, that's the place to get us. We do also have our own personal ones, but really, the the podcast one is the way to go. We also have the Tumblr, which we have mentioned once this episode because we are updating the X-Men as we go, really, as well as a couple of other bits and bobs here and there.
1: Yeah, we do our little pieces. I mean, you do extra film club things when you've seen films that I've already seen. Yeah, and I (laughs) I think the
0: next one I'm going to do at some point, I'm not putting a date on it, I think it's going to be um, Gerald's Game. Yes, that's the other one. Because you've seen seen Gerald's Game, haven't you? I have indeed. um, So I'm going to watch that one, and then at some point I will pop a review on there. But the next one we're going to do for the Manic Film Club is going to be Velvet Buzzsaw, isn't it? It is indeed. And that will be out basically the following wednesday after this episode which i think is the 24th of june you can say that if you wish hang on i'm just
1: just checking the calendar yes you are correct well done yeah i (laughs) I
0: vaguely remember typing that in when i put the last episode (laughs) up (laughs) (laughs) so that if you want to watch along when this episode comes out as long as you're listening on the right day obviously you've got about a week and then we'll put the review episode of that up otherwise we do have an instagram it's not Super up to date, but we are trying, and by we, I mean me. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't touch
1: the Instagram, that's all you.
0: That is true. <laughs> but other than that, Tobias, yeah, I'm saying goodbye.
1: Bye, people. Have a lovely
0: time. Oh,
1: a lovely time. Such
0: a nice thing to say. <laughs> Have, a time. Have a lovely time. Stay safe, and most importantly, stay manic.